Captain's Log Supplemental. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Push the button, Frank. Welcome to the Meta Hex Podcast. I'm Peter. This I'm, is a sign off if you say it first. That's true. <laughs> I'm Frank, which translates to covered in dog. You are covered in dog. Mm. So like yeah, German, well, Russian, I, uh, Coptic. It's, it's Peterish. Oh. Peterish. And I'm language. still Corey, <laughs> and not at all Peterish. <laughs> Uh, so, we haven't seen each other for a couple weeks now. Uh, Tammy's been recovering from surgery, and life has happened. Uh, but ultimately, not a whole lot happened while we weren't meeting. No, not really. <laughs> uh, we only have one real piece of news as far as collectibles is concerned, and that's... I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> well... You're getting the Spider-Man flood of Funkos. You guys yeah. are getting the Guardians of the Galaxy flood. Yeah, well... And I'm just dipping my toes in the river every now and then right now. <laughs> the next one is there's a whole wave of Clone Wars sodas coming. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. And what I... they need is, like, this uh, Muppets Mayhem. There needs to be a flocked baby animal. Well, I've got the animal one. I think it is flocked from before. Is there a baby animal? No, no. I've only watched the first episode. I haven't oh. seen the rest of it. So. There will be a baby, baby animal. animal. Okay. <clears throat> Please welcome 21 pilots. Uh, in the studio with us tonight? Or... <laughs> yeah. Sweet. They're in the garage. We took out all the cars and made room. Well, I can't cut that part out now. <laughs> that was less than five seconds. It okay. was. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, they're one of those uh, <laughs> duo bands that uh, I don't know. I'd like to see them perform live because I, don't, I would like to see how they... How do you make all that noise with just two people? So, uh, the reason that played... I guess this is news. Let's, let's say music is news. Um, in the last month or so, 21 Pilots released a MTV Unplugged 10-track album. See how you make that all that noise with two people and without electricity. Right. <laughs> uh, so, it finally hit FYE. We went in FYE. It was on sale for 10 bucks, And I'm like, oh, this is mine now. Yeah. There you go. Well, for the longest time, Alan Parsons never toured because all their stuff was so orchestral. Yeah. Alternatively, the guy from uh, Nine Inch Nails did Trent. tour, Trent, and he would always hire or outsource the other instruments to other people. So he never had, well, he did reuse some people, but he never had the same lineup yeah. during any tour. Well, with Alan Parsons, they they did some of the 
orchestral stuff, the brass stuff on keyboards for some tours. Other tours, they actually toured with an orchestra. Hmm. So. <clears throat> so that news circling back is an entire wave of Star, uh, Star Wars. Spider-Man sodas for the new movie. Mm-hmm. Across the Spider-Verse, the uh, second installment. Uh, ooh, I believe June 3rd. Okay. And is the first one on Hulu yet? Uh, it is not. I don't believe. I think I've seen it, so it must have been on, must have been on something. Because I don't own it. Oh. Maybe I'm missing out. Uh, Disney Plus just added Homecoming and Venom. Mm -hmm. They've already had the three uh, Tobey Maguire movies Mm -hmm. and the first Andrew Garfield movie. Mm -hmm. The second one is yet to come along with uh, Far From Home and eventually... (coughs) No way home. As soon as Disney or uh, Sony's contract expires with Showtime, is it? Yes. No, Netflix. No, they're not. Homecoming. Homecoming and Venom 2 is Showtime. The other ones were Netflix. Ah. Yeah, the Tobey Maguire was Netflix. Yeah. So Disney got those, and now they've got the other two, but they got a weed one. Contracts to expire for the other. Hmm. Disney and Netflix actually movies. play nice really well. Yeah. Which is surprising, considering it's Disney. Well, well, since you, go no, ahead. Go ahead. Since you said that's the beginning of June, I guess the oh, middle of June available is uh, on Hulu. Uh, Indiana Jones. I've liked the previews for that so far. Yep, we're getting a whole wave of Funkos for that, too. Yep. And not just from that movie, just all the movies, all Indiana Indies. movies. Yeah. Mm. Across the Spider-Verse should be on Netflix in December. <laughs> but then Flash is also June, right, if I recall? Yeah. That movie's going to be interesting. Yes. I'm very curious how that's going to do in the box office. Whereas, as we record this right now, uh, Mario just broke $2 billion. Wow. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy broke $830 million going into <laughs> Sunday. So, potentially, will be a billion-dollar movie by the end of today. Mm-hmm. Um, projected to break $2 billion globally. Wow. And it's mostly word-of-mouth campaign. Disney didn't do a huge punt push for it. Like, they did their standard media fare for it. But all the professional people are saying it's word-of-mouth. Everybody going to see yeah, it telling everybody I'm... else to go see it. I don't remember very many <coughs> many ads for it that I've seen. They did do like three trailers, but they didn't push it hard. Yeah. They didn't do like the net they didn't do the YouTube advertising. They're it's everywhere now. I think they kind of figured people were going to want to see this and didn't need the big push. I think there are 
the Marvel is getting a little bit gun shy about doing the media pushes after Quantumania mm. and which Black I Panther. still haven't seen, but still want to. I think it's on Disney now. It's not on Disney yet. No, it's. Oh. I think you still have to buy it. Oh, it, it's not free to view yet. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not buying that movie. I'll wait for it to be free and then watch it. I will tell I you. I want to see the big, stupid-looking Modoc. <laughs> I will tell you if you do enjoy movies in general. We just watched Air. It's now free on Amazon Prime as of Friday. Uh, historical drama about the Jordan Air Jordans. Yeah, they uh, <clears throat> they projected they'd be making money if they sold two million dollars a year, and they sell two million dollars worth of those shoes every five and a half hours. I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, they, it, it's actually a great movie. It, <laughs> it really is worth watching. It's Matt Damon, uh, seeing Black Ben Affleck playing Michael Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ben Affleck, uh, Matt Damon, a uh, few other characters that you would definitely recognize. Um, it was a really good movie. I liked it a lot, and I heard some like the it got mixed reviews in the box office. But I think you, if you have Amazon Prime, you should check it out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Amazon Prime, Good Omens Two should be out this summer. Yep, it's coming up. So, listeners at home, if you haven't picked up on it yet, we don't have shit for news. Yeah. No, but um, <laughs> here's an odd. <clears throat> Tidbit at Target.com believes that somebody buying Funko Pops needs an advertisement for Speedos. I can see that. Sure. That would be the last thing you see. <laughs> well, I'd tear your eyes, eyes out. out. <laughs> well, I mean, in theory, it's you. You're buying Spider Man. Mm hmm. So, you would need a Speedo. Slap a spider logo on a pair of Speedos and I'm at the beach. You would need a Speedo to put over (laughs) your pants to run around spraying people with silly string pretending that you're out of Vigilante Spider-Man. That is true. (laughs) And the better news is, because it's a Speedo on the outside of your pants, uh, your voice will be very threatening. You'll be like, put your arms up! Yeah. (laughs) Turn off and enhanced interrogation mode. <laughs> well, in other news, the big Babylon 5 announcement, the Warner Brothers has an animated movie coming out this summer, uh, Babylon 5, The Road Home. They couldn't find any actors that wanted to show their face in such a thing. Oh. Well, considering at least half the original cast is dead. <laughs> um, ah, yeah. Basically... Uh, it's a standalone type movie. Um, <laughs> Multiverse is popular. Sheridan basically gets lost in alternate realities. He's trying to find his way home. Um, the original cast is pretty much there. They've replaced the ones who have passed away. But, uh, yeah, so that's, 
That was a big surprise and was kept rather quiet till it was all done. There was some speculation because um, Straczynski had mentioned there were two Babylon 5 projects coming out. Um, one is still up in the air because of the CW mess and the writer's strike. But everyone else figured it was just going to be finally a Blu-ray of the show coming out. Mm-hmm. And this is like, oh, how nice. Um, yeah, that uh, logo was only released... Two weeks ago? Yeah. And then he said, next week I've got some news. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, oh, by the way, it's an animated movie. It's all done. And it's coming out this year. Um, what I would really like to see, too, um, your other truck stop, Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see them do an animated series of that. Um, they proved in lower decks it could work. Um, but I mean... It could be about the crew that actually pumps the gas. Yeah, yeah, and does the windshields. Yeah. Um, There'd be a lot of fucking windows. (laughs) (laughs) Six days later, the Enterprise is still at the station getting its windows cleaned. Um, I mean, not that it ended on a cliffhanger... But there's stuff that could be resolved. I would like to see the the Cisco story resolved. Um, not necessarily live action, but <clears throat> it would be interesting. Um, second season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds premieres June 15th. So I'm looking forward to that. <coughs> um, what else? Star there's Wars. A, Go ahead. There's a writer's strike. Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to put the kibosh on a few things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be anything new announced for... For a while. Yeah. Everything shut down, basically. <coughs> Except for Jeopardy! <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Jennings. Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't been assassinated yet. <laughs> well, I guess none of the writers can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think what I was reading something about a writer. You don't I'm not pay sure. them well. You don't get assassinated. That's how yeah. it works. <laughs> I don't know what he was writing for, but he got an eight cent residual check. You know, it's kind of sad. Literally not worth the paper it's printed on. No. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, that'd be a lot of paper to print it on for that one. $132 Mandalorian, Grogu, and Naboo Starfighter. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> but, I mean, this happened before in the late... Late 80s, I think, was the one I remember. Um happened between the first and second season of Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm trying to think if there was anything after that. I mean, the last time we had a bad writer strike, uh, Lost and Heroes, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so that was in between there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fell down the shitter. Mm-hmm. Lost turned into a uh, polar bear, and Heroes just never found their way. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was between the second and third season, wasn't it? It was the second season. Okay. Yeah. The second season was the writer strike because they moved forward with the season. Yeah, it went uh, 
so far, like, everything was building up, like, the first four episodes. Yeah, Zachary Quinto was Siler. Mm-hmm. And they had just found out that he was stealing powers by picking out brains. Yeah. And then season two opens up and he's in fucking Mexico with new he- random heroes. <clears throat> but we shall see what happens, I guess. Um... I don't think anything good's going to happen for a little while, unfortunately. No. Disney's pretty much said that all Marvel stuff is getting pushed back. And I mean, I know that we just got a small leak about, uh, what was it, uh, Vision Quest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, no. That's all on the burner. <coughs> Sorry, that's all on the burner. Well, Star Wars, we still have Ahsoka coming out in a few few weeks, few months. And I'm not sure about Skeleton Crew, where they are on that, whether that's been filmed or not. Uh, I don't... I have not heard that Skeleton Crew is wrapped, so okay. to my knowledge, it is not wrapped yet. So... That's all I've got in the news. Anybody else have anything like braggy or I don't know, pop goes the paychecky or my Captain America Civil War set from Amazon, uh, Scarlet Witch showed up. She was not the villain in that movie. Oh, she was the villain the whole time. <laughs> I was even watching Civil War. Mm-hmm. She's the villain. She is? Okay. Yeah, she blows up the uh, embassy. Okay, she uses crossbones as a bomb to blow up the embassy. Yeah, but... she, she wasn't actually, yeah, she wasn't actually intending to blow up the embassy. <laughs> it was just her <laughs> evil, villainous ways getting the better of her. She is the daughter of Magneto. Depending on wh- where, <laughs> what Marvel decides next week, yeah, yeah, you know, every week it's something different. Because technically they're not Magneto's kids anymore, right? Which you know, the High Evolutionary played fast and loose with their parentage. The Being High the... Evolutionary was the villain all along. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they were gonna... rocket tore his face off. Yeah, stop. We're going to dig into that later. <laughs> I like, though, at the end, he was... He looked like classic high evolutionary when he didn't have a face. Yeah. Comics accurate? <laughs> Anyhow, go on, Peter. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Is it later yet? <laughs> no. We'll talk about that in the second half. Um... What you have a bag of things? I do have a bag of things of stuffs in the classic GameStop Scarlet and Violet Ooh. bag. I believe last time we were together, I told you there were still the three women I was waiting on. Was that right? You, I know you were waiting on Gwen. Yes. Oh, you're talking about Pops because I. My mind couldn't wrap around that three women were going after Corey. Okay. 
No, I was waiting on them, like serving them food. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But anyhow, the uh, three, uh, the three women of Across the Spider Verse finally showed up. But we have Spider Bite. She is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean these are commons, but they're great molds. Yeah. Yeah, they're putting the effort into the commons because that's, I think, at this point, that's what's making Funko the money. Yeah. And the Spider Woman. Exclusives are not what's the, keeping uh, interest going. Yeah. Not the Jessica Drew Spider Woman, of course. This yeah, one's The original Jessica Drew Spider Woman is worth quite a bit on Funko. I like the lenses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did the whole uh, separate mold for the lenses. Or their lenses are stuck into the mold. Or however they do that. <laughs> not part of the mold. And finally, Gwen. This is just the common Spider Gwen. Gwen. Spider Gwen does whatever a Spider Gwen. I showed you guys the uh, yeah. street clothes Gwen, the GameStop exclusive. Very nice. But that would have completed that set thus far <laughs> if I hadn't seen the Target exclusive Miles. Yeah. Which they then insisted I needed speedos. <laughs> but I guess that makes sense. There's a street closed Gwen. There should be a street closed Miles. Actually, I'm trying to think what I've got over the past week or two. I guess I did get the Batman 66 sodas. Um, I did get a chase. And I got the Captain America Endgame with Meow Meow and his shield. Did I hmm. mention that one before? Maybe. I you don't posted know. it on Discord. Okay, I posted yeah. Okay, yeah, I got a chase on that, too, so. Oh, Cat Dennings, how you make my <laughs> life more... I guess really nothing, really. <laughs> I got an yeah, E-walk. around. <laughs> I got an Ewok with Stormtrooper skull drums. Yes. That's why you need it, because he's yeah, playing, playing drums. drums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now Frank's going to stop at GameStop on the way home. <laughs> it's, it's Sunday. They'll be closed. No, they close at Oh, yeah, they will be. They close at 6. <laughs> Keep telling people Ewoks are not cute and cuddly. Yeah. They will bash your head in with a stone and then spit roast you. They're like raccoons. They'll rip off your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep pushing the button. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> okay, so... I don't know. Oh, Frank, you have a what's in the box for the day. Yeah, I guess we do. I have two, actually. Which one do you want to do? There's, or both. You... There's uh, Dungeons & Dragons Honors Among Thieves. Uh, clips, bag clips. I tried to pick out the heaviest ones in the box so we could try to get the dragons. Hmm. But last time I did that, I got in Peacemaker, I didn't get Eagly, I got Abadot, whatever her name was, with the huge hair. <laughs> Corey is now weighing them. It's up to you. We can do whatever ones you want. I did, I got our what's in our mouth for this week. Well, let's do Honors Among Thieves. 
I got crispy ramen snack because we've been having a Japanese kick that's that been working one. out pretty well for us. Thank you. You're welcome. I can't really move these too much. Which one do you want, Corey? That don't matter. So these are. I think you gave Tammy the heaviest one. Imitation cool. chicken flavor ramen snacks. Did we do one of these already? We did. Okay. Did you get the dragon? We've got. We've got dragon. We've got. The owl bear. Owl bear. I remember the owl bear. Okay. Um, I think Cammy has I got the girl with the horns too. Yeah, she yeah. does. Yeah, she got Doric. That's good. Thank you. I feel like chow mein noodles. When you yeah. Crispier. Those aren't bad at all. You say they were chicken flavor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really tasted chicken. Imitation chicken. No. Chicken juice, they just squeeze the chicken. It's uh Thanks. just a parrot they taught how to imitate a chicken. <laughs> I got Zenic. Zenic the paladin. Hmm. Now I can't open it because I got grease on my hand. The Palladin. Hmm. <laughs> what did Corey get? I got the owl bear. Cool. Owl bear smash. You got Dork. Go with the horns. Okay, we got the red mage. Cool. Sophina. So I think this is the only new one because we got Doric, Owlbear, and her last time. Because you took the red mage home. I'm not moving fast, so. Okay. Oh, you already had Owlbear? Yep, we already got Owlbear. Oh. Owlbear goes into my. Well, I guess like I did. Bag of holding. Got one heavier one, so. <laughs> so we are going to go to break. This stuff is good. You're gonna I'm go to brick. Actively seek it out. It's Not salty. Bad, but you could be good on a salad. Yeah. We're gonna go to break, and when we get back, then we can talk about Guardians Three. Spoiler alert. We haven't been though. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. You saw it before. Else. Nothing to do with the uh, raccoons ripping people's face off. <laughs> the orange light, right? Yep. Welcome back to the Medax Podcast. I'm not covered in dogs. I am still am. And, wait, you took the still. I still am not either. <laughs> I'm Sorry. confused now. <laughs> so, before we get into our core topic for the night, it is time for, uh, what do we call this, Humedhax bullshit? I guess. <laughs> 
Is that what you came up with, Frank? Yeah, because what did Corey come up with? Two, Two girls in one lie. <laughs> I still like that one better. Today we are going to talk of firsts. Like the first time you ever watched Two Girls, One Cup? <laughs> Don't look that up on the internet, folks. I say first because it's not only... Uh, unreal. I've never watched it. Not gonna lie. The first time you got your face clawed off by a raccoon? Ah, yeah. Those were good times. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so we are going. Back when you're evolutionary and high. There you go. <laughs> we're, we're talking of firsts this week, and we're going to start with the first comic book. Uh, the first recognized comic book came out in the very early 1900s. The yellow kid. The original year was actually 1897 and it was Yellow Kid and McFadden's Flats. It is considered to be the first comic book to ever exist, even though it was not the first superhero comic. It is what is commonly recognized. Sounds vaguely racist. <laughs> Did I whisper loud enough? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the second first I have is Nintendo's first video game is an arcade game from 1974 called EVR Racer, which they then recalled in 1975 because the game was so obnoxious, and then they repurposed the cabinets for Donkey Kong. Hmm. In 1977. And finally, the very first Funko Pop was the Big Boy mascot, well known for re uh, restaurant advertising in Everett, Washington. Oh, it was Big Boy. Yep. So, which I'm, first was not a first? I'm pretty sure number two. Yeah, because video game companies don't care if their game's obnoxious. Because I, I know Yellow Kid, pretty much, and it was the big boy as the first Funko. So, yes, Yellow Kid is recognized as the first comic book, even though it is truly not the first comic book. There were compilations of news, uh, New York Times comics previous to that point, but the first all-original comic book was The Yellow Boy. <laughs> uh, Bob's Big Boy is well-known. Anybody who collects Funkos should definitely know that Bob's Big Boy is definitely the first pop because when Funko turned 20 years old, they did a limited edition re-release of Bob's Big Boy, mm -hmm. both by himself and with a Big Boy Burger Shack. For Funko Towns. <laughs> Did they originally create it as a promotional piece for Bob's? They did not. They are So the person who created Funko mm -hmm. actually started out with Funko's Wacky Wobblers, mm -hmm. which were not Funko Pops as we recognize nowadays. And he was obsessed with advertising mascots, which is why we have the advertising line of Funko Pops now. Ah. Because he wanted to have collectibles for things that didn't previously have collectibles. That was the entire original thought of Funko. Collect everything. 
So he wanted collectibles of mascots, and he partnered with the company to get the rights for these things, and then he sold them. <clears throat> he originally sold them out of his garage on the original Funko.com. Which the original Funko.com was, uh, you would, <coughs> he would put up uh, the character on the website until it sold out, and then he would make a new character. Huh. The first mass-produced Wacky Wobbler was the Green Lantern, which was mm. a uh, the first time he became a vendor at uh, uh, SCDD or SDCC, San Diego Comic Con. Hmm. He sold out in day one. Wow. wow. Yep. Girlfriend and... in the fridge sold separately. <laughs> it was Wrong Hal. Green Lantern, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was Hal. Uh, so, yes, the fake one was Nintendo, but for not the reason you're thinking. They really did recall EVR Racer because they were too loud and obnoxious in the arcades, and the arcade owners were complaining that it was overriding other video games. Hmm. But their first game was not an arcade game. Um, their first credited game is actually uh, Laser Clay Shooting System, which was powered by the RCA Odyssey. <laughs> it wasn't a specific quote-unquote mm. titled arcade game. Um, it was the first game and system to utilize uh, light gun technology. Oh. Long before Duck Hunt. Right. And but, shooting the dog as he jumped into the bushes, he would come out then and like cast and crutches bandage <laughs> around his head. The, uh, the first game that Nintendo published was EVR Racer. Not the first game they made. Hmm. Oh, just a fun fact. And speaking of fun things, Frank made a new little sound burp. You didn't see that coming? I really did it. You maniac! You blew it up! Time for a therapy session. <laughs> Did I just stroke out for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the sound burp is. Uh, it, it, it's a new introduction for spoilers ahead. Yeah, it'll be added in post. Spoilers ahead. It'll be added in post. So we all have seen Guardians 3. If you, the listener, have not seen Guardians 3... We recommend you stop listening to this episode at this point. That was my movie day. <laughs> I went and saw that in the afternoon and saw the original Star Wars that night on the big screen. Nostalgia hit you hard? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <clears throat> so you've been warned. If you're still listening, you cannot sue us for... Spoiling you. Yeah. Emotional distress. Yeah. So... Because everyone dies at the end. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, he died way earlier. <laughs> so I think character by character is probably the best way to handle this. Uh, and I think the uh, rodent in the room is definitely a rocket. This was clearly his movie. Mm-hmm. And I think every single flashback that he had was emotionally disturbing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every single one of them. I was fine with all his flashbacks. Really? Yeah, I mean... Even the one where Lila and Tifor well, I mean, and Tief are naming themselves? I mean, I, I didn't get all choked up about the stuff there. Oh, man, I... I couldn't handle it. Even, like, the very first scene of the movie where the high evolutionary sticking his hand into the cage and Rocket's just cowering mm, as a yeah. little raccoon. Even that one, I'm like, I just realized how fucked up this movie's gonna get. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, not for... animal lovers. Yeah, I was gonna say, if you're a member of PETA, you might not... Yeah. Might not like some of the things too much, but... PETA... No real raccoons were harmed in the making of this movie. At least that I think of. Sean Gunn, on the other hand, doing Rocket was probably... (laughs) They... James Gunn did an amazing job, first off. He did an amazing job. Second off... I have, as somebody who's read the old Rocket comics and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm truly surprised the High Evolutionary <laughs> let Lila, Floor, and Teeth stay dead and didn't use them as bait to get Rocket in the movie. Mm. Because how many times did he let them die and then bring them back to life? At, I, at least three that I know of. And Teef was, or not Teef, Floor was not a total asshole mm. in the, the movie, because he was an asshole in the comics. He's the reason Lila died the first time. No. Yeah. He basically but he's used just her a as a bunny. shield. Yeah, a well, s- spider bunny with the steel jaw. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a spider bunny in the comics. He had the metal ears and stuff. Ah. Uh. Yeah. I, go ahead. How'd you not find that stuff sad? It was sad, but I, you know. It beat the hell out of me. <laughs> I liked how they did Counter-Earth, more or less. That, in the comics, Counter-Earth is exactly that. It's an Earth on the opposite side of the sun that we don't see. Right. And I like how they just did it as he visited Earth... And he modeled his stuff off of that, mm-hmm. you know. And it's, you know, it's a, another planet somewhere else, as opposed to the. I don't think the movie theater goers or casual theater goers would have like, okay, it's Earth on the opposite side of the sun. Yeah, they wouldn't have bought that. But this, I think they did. Yeah. And we actually learned Plus, what you know, rocket was, and uh, populated by the what do you call them? The anime. Oh, his new men. His new men. Yeah. Yeah. Annie men. 
No, Animen was something else. That was, um, I forget what villain they were, but that was an old Iron Man villains, hmm. if I recall correctly. That weren't animals, though, were they? I believe so, yeah, but they were, I forget which mad scientist created them. But <clears throat> look up around like Iron Man 110 or something like that. I like how <laughs> they wrapped up Rocket's story well while not completely wrapping it up. Yeah. He has closure of his earlier life. Right. But there are still a lot of questions about Rocket mm-hmm. and his past. They let him take out, essentially, the high evolutionary. And claw his face off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, when they showed the flashback scene of him just absolutely goring the guy's face, I'm like, he really did a good job healing himself Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. And the end of the movie, I'm like, he didn't do such a great job healing himself up. No. At first, when I saw that little flap coming loose there, I thought, Oh, is that like a wardrobe malfunction? What's going on there? Mm-hmm. And then, oh, it's a mask. Yeah. Uh, Guardians. It's a damn good mask. I mean, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it moved just like a real face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians, it was announced uh, Friday afternoon. Guardians broke the Guinness Book of World Records for the most prosthetics used in one movie. A hell of a lot of prosthetics. Yeah. Just the ones on floor. I'm assuming it was a real rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think each character had their own. I want to say hero moment. Yeah. Um. No one. No one really got shorted in this one. No. Yeah. It's. Rocket was front. It's funny how Rocket was front and center when he was laying on a hospital bed half the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Groot. You know, let's hit the favorites quick. Yeah. Uh, can fly. Can glide. glide. He can fall with style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Kaiju Groot. Yeah. Nebula's like, oh, kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, at the very end of the movie, in the post credit scene, we got to see King Groot. Which, that leaves wide open for the planet of Groot now. Mm-hmm. Like, how can that not happen next? We still don't know Groot's past. Right? Yeah. Well, I've always assumed he was a member of the Koltai. Which were Talking Trees, the old Avengers, the first series around Avengers 130, 140, the Celestial Madonna story. Well, that was that heavily featured Mantis. Mm-hmm. The Swordsman, and um, so that's when Wanda and Vision got married, and Mantis and Swordsman's spirit in a tree got married. Steve Englehart wrote some weird cosmic stuff. But, uh, yeah, did everyone catch the end that we finally understand Groot? Yes. Yeah. He didn't just start talking English. It was like, he still said, I am Groot. We just understood what he said. Yeah. 
which was kind of cool. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, Gunn played fast with the uh, foreshadowing people are going to die. Because it wasn't as heavy as Hawkeye in uh, Age of Ultron, where they were really pushing, you know, it's like, oh, Hawkeye, they're foreshadowing he's going to die. But Star-Lord had quite a few moments of foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, Tammy said it when we were done with the movie, when we went over to Target then. And Tammy's like, I'm watching the entire movie, being like, oh, God, here comes this character's death. Yeah. Oh, this is it. This is the one they were talking about. And, of, of course, no one did die. None of the Guardians died. No. Because... Aisha like, did, but... Hmm? I mean, Floor and Lyra and, and Tooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The High Evolutionary. Who cares about him? He potentially could have cloned himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As well. he was wont to do. He probably didn't clone his henchmen that they threw out the window. <laughs> He's dead. It was a good bit of misdirection at the very end when Starman, or Starman, Star Lord is freezing in space. Because mm -hmm. by that time, you've completely like, oh, here it comes, here it is. Here's the death. You've completely forgotten about Warlock. Yeah, Adam Warlock, and. The finger. <laughs> the one, another thing that impressed me with this movie was, you know, you're thinking, how are they going to do all this? You know, you've got Adam Warlock coming after the Guardians, the search for Gamora, and I think they covered those in about five minutes at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. the search for Gamora wasn't much of a search. No, no. I, I oh, thought, she's with the Reavers. Well, Nebula knew where she was all the time, and it's like, that's great. <laughs> yeah. You know, boy, that, that saved a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And then you just got to have the... And the big action sequence at the beginning was Warlock attacking the Guardians. Yeah. So. Um, I think the next character on our little list is Nebula... Uh, not Nebula. Um, Mantis. Mantis. Um, she had the big hero moment with the three critters. Yes. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Um... And I, I really believe we've talked before, and we don't didn't think that they were going to set up the Celestial Madonna storyline. Mm -hmm. I truly believe they are staging her for Celestial Madonna. They could. She went off on her own, and that she went off on her. Uh, I don't know about the old age stuff, but I know in the new age stuff when she went off on her own, she came back as the Celestial Madonna. Mm -hmm. I. It's been a while since I've read that story. Um, it was her or Moondragon were going to be the Celestial Madonna and I forget who was after them and what not but it ended up you know she was and you know like I said married a tree but the <laughs> spirit of the swordsman was In the tree, basically possessing the tree, but uh, I'm gonna have to go read that Do again. Do trees make good swords? On? 
I don't know. Well, the swordsman in the comics, he's the one who trained Hawkeye. Yeah. And he died and whatnot. <coughs> but, yeah, it, it was an interesting choice of her going off, well, not by herself, because she had her three escorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Nebula staying behind and basically taking Drax with her. Yep, that's the next character. Mm-hmm. Nebula's overall arc, if you go back and watch her in the first Guardians movie, mm-hmm. is amazing how they got her to the point they got her at. Yeah. Amazing. Like, one of the best character development arcs, mm-hmm. redemption arcs, ever. Yeah. All she wanted was a sister. Yeah. And now she has a whole family. Yep. Speaking of which... I would have probably jumped out of my seat if I didn't have self-control at the end when Philavel was introduced. Yeah, I actually missed that part. But he called her Phyla, and I almost jumped out of my seat. It's like, holy crap! What a what a cool touch. Um, Philavel was a character created by Peter David in the Captain Marvel series. And it's like, oh wow, I missed that. <laughs> That the you know, that's who it was. Mm-hmm. The little girl. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I believe her powers are the same as Captain Marvel with the Nega bands shooting. Yeah. This is Marvel, male Captain Marvel, not uh, Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers Marvel. Yeah. Um. So that was a cool little touch. I was not expecting that. I did some research on her. At one point, she held the power of the cosmos. Mm-hmm. She was a Nova Corps member for a while. And a member of the Guardians, if I recall. Mm-hmm. So, very natural way to add the character in there, I thought. Um, Drax. Of all the characters, and I'm surprised they did not kill off, it was Drax. When he got shot in the front and then in the back, mm-hmm. I thought he was done, down yeah, and they, out. They were basically giving people like these horrible wounds, and here's a med pack, you're better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's so much misdirection on who is going to be dead, especially right away at the beginning, not the beginning of the movie, but the one point in the, um, the trailers, when they're all walking and they're holding Star-Lord's body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, they got that out of the way pretty quick. Yeah, because he was drunk off his ass. Because, yeah, because now you weren't expecting that towards the end of the movie, you know? So you're, <laughs> right. once again, oh, he didn't die. Okay, that's good. I I like the fact that they gave Drax some closure. Hmm. And actor be damned I know that he never wants to play Drax ever again if they back up a dump truck full of money he's gonna play Drax again but it was really nice seeing that like what set him on the path of being Drax's destroyer in that universe was the death of his child Mm -hmm. and now he has an entire culture of children to raise Yeah, Drax can be a father again that was kind of jarring, like, you understand them? Why didn't you tell us you didn't ask? Yeah. Yeah. Again, like, okay, that's kind of stupid, but as Mantis said, she thinks he is stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
I guess Gamora is the next one on the chopping block for us. Mm -hmm. I, of all the stories that they wrapped up, mm -hmm. hers had the shittiest ending. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta remember, she's back with her family now. Quill and the Guardians were not her family. She's a Gamora from an earlier timeline mm -hmm. that came to the future, so she had none of the experience with them. Yeah, but she still would have been raised by Thanos, so why are the... the... When they pulled Gamora to the Guardians, she was under uh, the Accuser. That's what that was the name, Ronan. So at that point, she was already fed up with Thanos. Um, she was tired of the Ronan telling her what to do. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a big leap when they pulled her from Endgame. It was before all of that. It was like years before. Yeah, all she didn't have the experiences, and she didn't finally bond with Nebula or anything like that to right. that extent. She was still at the point where Nebula and her were fighting mm -hmm. to increase each other's strengths. But I, th I think it was good that they didn't just go with, okay, during this movie, she's going to fall in love with Quill, and status quo is going to be the same. Like, it's like, no. They acknowledge that, you know, she's not in love with him, she's not the same person, and she went back to her new family. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't a great arc for her, but it made sense. It it did. It just wasn't satisfying. Right. Like, <clears throat> she walked away from the Guardians, and that was it. She walked away. Yeah. Well, technically, most of them did walk away at the end. Yeah. Um, Cosmo. And Craglin. And Craglin. Yeah, yeah, those two, I guess, have to be said in the same Cosmo point. is a good dog. Yeah. They were the bickering couple throughout the whole movie. <laughs> it, they were hilarious. Craglin still doesn't have the hang of that arrow, but he did figure it out at one point. <laughs> he did. Uh, the end credit scene did allude that he's got a little bit more mastery of it now. Yeah. But he's another character that they just developed the shit out of throughout mm -hmm. all three of those movies. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have a major arc. I mean, he just went from sidekick to Yondu into his own. You know, it wasn't anything overly dramatic, you know, but it was necessary for him. Yeah. You know, to, to do that. Um, we had Yondu's, Yondu's Force Ghost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh,. I like how they wedged him in there, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Because uh, he was important in the first two movies. But yeah, Craglin and Cosmo <laughs> were basically the comic relief. Cosmo was a good dog. I noticed they had a couple other Take people they wedged in. <laughs> the uh, In the poker game, the shopkeeper from the first movie was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Howard the Duck. Howard the, Howard Duck, the Duck was, was there. there, yeah. There was a third person, but I don't remember who yeah, the third person was. I don't remember was. who it was, but yeah, just a little call back to the first and second movies that, you know, yeah, this is a cohesive little mini universe in the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. Well, how about the um, headline about Kevin Bacon being abducted by aliens? Yeah, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> they tied that in there, the Christmas special. That Peter's grandfather was reading. Yeah. 
That's the scene that got me. When he said Peter, it's like, ah! Yeah, that was... That was heavy, but... Oh, man, the, the rocket stuff. <laughs> that was so much heavier mm -hmm. for me. I couldn't deal with it. But I guess we should talk about Peter. Because... It's funny. Like, the day before we went to see that in the theaters... Uh... He Chris Pratt had done an interview with E Entertainment and said, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I don't want to say too much, but if the story made sense and they could figure out how to do it, I would come back as Star Lord at some point. Yeah. And then the <clears throat> very last thing of that movie is Star Lord yeah. will return. Yeah. The legendary the legendary Star Lord. Well, you figure he's on Earth right now. He's gonna be an <laughs> Avenger. We knew he was gonna be an Avenger. Yeah. We called this a year ago. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I'm surprised they didn't make Adam the head of the Guardians. I like how they did it with Rocket. I do. But well, they made him more of a blonde bimbo or a gold bimbo than they did. Yeah. Because they, they even said he, was, he wasn't ready to come out of his cocoon. Right. So he, he's not as programmed cosmic as Adam Warlock in the comics. I, I want to know what the stone on his head was. Well, in the comics, it was an Infinity Stone. It's yeah. definitely well, not. No, now. no, but they they moved that subplot to the Vision. They gave Vision the Infinity Stone. Uh -huh. um, it's just basically a crystal that did he shoot anything out of it? No, because he did. He does like the Vision, you know, the laser or whatever <laughs> coming, the beam coming mm -hmm. out of the crystal. No, he, as far as I could tell, he had super strength. Super regenerative abilities, mm -hmm. power of flight, yeah. uh, lack of necessity of oxygen. So, I mean... They basically treated him like a robot. Yeah. It's yeah. ornamentation at this point, unless they decide to bring him back and do something with it. I mean, <clears throat> circling back to... I, I know I'm going in a circle here, but circling back to Peter, I like how they kept escalated his drunkenness from the Christmas special. Yeah. And that they kept that story cohesive. Um, what did he do with his Cree suit thing? His helmet? Yeah. I don't know, because Tammy... When the, yeah, I came just... home from work the other day. Tammy was watching the first Guardians movie, and I'm like, that's what didn't make sense. Why didn't he just put his mask up when he was in space? Yeah. He didn't have it at yeah. that point. Did it break during Endgame? I don't think so. I think it's just he just didn't have it with him. Seems like something you would take with you when you were yeah, because that's got to going to rescue these. your friend. Yeah, because you know jet boots. I don't think he used jet boots at all during the movie no. either. Oh, you know what? With Yondu at the end of the second one, didn't he do something there? Yondu put the uh... arrow. Well, Yondu put the the force field thing on yeah. him because they only had one. Why those things wouldn't cover two people? The, plot they, device. Yeah, plot device. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they took him off of nowhere while he was drunk. Yeah, so he, so he didn't, didn't take his own equipment. Yeah. But still, you'd think he would have had backups on the ship. I don't know. <sighs> I have no idea. <laughs> But yeah, going back for that Zune. 
Bad move. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool if Microsoft would just release like a special edition Zune coming out of that movie. <laughs> I know that division of their company is dead, but... Yeah, <coughs> but they're probably going right now, oh, come on, if we still had these things, you know how much money we could make just because of this movie? I'd buy yeah. one. I've got two of them floating around this basement somewhere. <laughs> got a brown one and a white one. I got them instead of an iPod, I'll admit it. I don't have mm -hmm. an iPod either. I had iPods. <laughs> I had generic ones. Creative was the brand, I believe. I didn't expect the turn that they took with him. Where he was drinking himself stupid because of Gamora. He gets closure on Gamora and he's like, I'm going to go find my family. Well, someone made that hint to him in the movie. Yeah, it was Nebula. Nebula. about Or Mantis. Do, do you even know if he's still alive or whatever, you know? And he, he, <clears throat> humans die at like 50. <laughs> I'm I'm more thinking of the plot hole that well, he was on Earth at the end of Avengers Endgame. Or, you know, unless they... Well, I guess they did go to, into space pretty much right after that. Yeah, because Thor went with them. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I guess he didn't have time to go looking him up. They should have kept Thor with the Guardians more, but we've already made that comment more than once. It would have just been too much clutter in the movie. Yeah. It would have made Thor 4 a lot more lighthearted than it was. Mm. As it was, that movie wasn't really action-packed, funny, dramatic. Oh, no, it was dramatic. Oh, Natalie Portman's dying! Yeah, and I would have preferred they stressed that rather than those fucking kids. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, Why? Why? <laughs> but kids don't need to see other kids. They see other kids all day. <laughs> well, I think Guardians, the trilogy, actually made, I don't want to say Marvel history, but I think this is actually the first trilogy that the same director was involved in all three movies. Yes. So... That made it a lot more cohesive because he had a vision of it, you know. Uh, circling back to Adam, I hope that they do bring back the new Guardians. I hope they do a Guardians 4. Yeah, yeah. It's not, they're not going to call it Guardians 4. They're going to call it the new Guardians. Yeah. As opposed to the DC new Guardians, which were not very good. Yeah. <laughs> um... It was it was nice seeing the uh, original Guardians of the Galaxy again in this, even though they were mm -hmm. kind of cameo-ish. Yeah. Did you notice when they were boarding the ship, there was one of the alien, one of the Ravagers was using uh, mystic circles and opening up portals to oh, let more notice. Ravagers into the ship? I did not notice. Yeah, the red one. Yeah. He used the portals to speak in emoji, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wasn't one of the original Guardians, but... Sylvester Stallone was. Yeah. Starhawk, uh, Martin X, Charlie 27. 
those were the three. Well, and Yondu would have been, but they added Mainframe, who was, I think, from the uh, Abnett and Lenning run. And... Uh, Mainframe was actually voiced by a different actor. Yeah, yeah Molly, one, Molly my... Cyrus was not available. Yeah. But, uh... And instead of Nikki, they had, uh... Uh, who was the other? Is it Michelle Yeoh? Right. Did she play that one female Ravenger boss? Yeah. Because there was a a female named Nikki in the original Guardians. Um. But yeah, it was it was it's a nice touch having that. You know, just for us old. Sorry, Paco. For us old comic geeks here. I don't think now. I think. For the Marvel Universe, James Gunn going full DC is the worst thing that could have happened for Marvel. And Marvel doesn't realize it yet. James Gunn did an amazing job with all three of those movies. Yeah. Yeah, Blurp, Tammy's favorite new character. <laughs> she wants to see a TV show of Blurp and... What is it, Ned? No. Um... Morris. Morris. Blurp and Morris. From Saint chi <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I think this is boding well for DC, at least. Yeah. You know, it's going to be very interesting to see what comes out of the, the new DCU. But I think Marvel is realizing that they need to step their game back up. Yeah, I heard they're... I don't want to say not giving a chance to newish people, but they're trying to That's go... anti-Semitic. Yeah, newish. Um, they're going back to more established writers, established directors, as opposed to, you know, people who... They think, oh, we should give this guy a chance. Yeah, so. We need comic book fans. We need more John Favreau's. Mm -hmm. We need more James Gunn's. Yeah. And we don't have that in Hollywood. We have fucking Michael Bay and... Well, to be honest, though, Gunn, yeah, he was a comic book person... But he was a risk for that first movie. He was. Yeah, and it just it it's a superhero team that the mainstream has not heard of. So he was allowed to do a little bit more of what, you know, he wanted with, you know, oversight I'm sure, but um sorry. That wasn't me, that was Paco. <laughs> Bella stepped on him, I believe. Yeah. But uh yeah, it could, it could have been a risk that could have fallen on their face, too. If they had bombed the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, it still wouldn't have been as bad as the reviews that are coming in for Ant-Man 3. Yeah. And I still want to see it. I don't know... Why. We have to like, watch it. Yeah. It's part of the universe. Yeah. yeah. We have no choice but to watch it. Yeah. And I want to see big, stupid-looking Modoc. I think Ant-Man 3 was kind of the culmination of everything that was going wrong at the time with the CGI and... They were I, focusing I, too... Even Marvel said they were focusing too much on Wakanda too. 
And and they were just coasting. And nothing happened in that movie. Nothing. No. Um, they, I think they've gotten too much involved in, okay, this is phase whatever, we're building to this. As opposed to, let's tell a good movie. It's a good story. Yeah. Yeah, they... I mean, the latest thing I was reading about was that the people who made Doctor Strange 2 hadn't even watched WandaVision. It wasn't finished. Yeah. You know, it's like... It's not like the Captain Marvel in Endgame where, you know, her movie wasn't even written yet. But they said, you know, this is basically what you're going to do with Carol Danvers in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Now it's more towards, okay, here's our goal, but they're losing the... Oh, you losing the vision. The vision of, yeah, how to get there. Well, he's white now and he flew off to go. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, On a quest. But a I don't know. Quest. Supposedly, you know, they're slowing down on things a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> first, I want to say about Corey's point that nothing happened in Wakanda or Black Panther 2. I would debate that. We have the fruits again that can make more Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. We have a new Black Panther man, child. Yeah. yeah. We have um, the the Midnight Armors. We have Riri Wilson, which yeah. is basically going to be the new Iron Man if they do it right. Yeah. Um. And we have mutants officially born in the MCU. Right. So, like, even though the movie itself didn't accomplish a whole lot, there was it wasn't a good of, movie. There is seeds sown. They, they threw a lot of seeds in the ground. Well, I think they had to because, I mean, their original plan was for Chadwick Boseman to be the Black Panther in that movie. Right. And his passing away just threw that whole movie in turmoil. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we gotta basically write a new movie now. Right. You know, I'm sure some of the plots are the same, you know, some of the plot pieces were the same, but they had to, you know, rearrange it because he passed away. And they didn't want to just replace the actor. Would that have been a good thing, just replacing him? No, Who knows? no, but. no. Because uh, I mean, if you look at the movie, the entire funeral scene at the beginning wouldn't have happened. Oh yeah, it was more dramatic that he they acknowledged his passing as a character. Yes. Um. They wouldn't have had his wife go into hiding. It wasn't a terrible movie. It wasn't a terrible movie. No, it's just I think people were. Expecting more because the first one was I, pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Me and Corey have always agreed that Mumbaku should have been the new Black Panther. Mm. Except he'd be the Black Gorilla. Yeah. But I think it was a lot of... The actual Marvel fans didn't want Siri or Shuri mm. to be Black Panther. No. And... I think she was Disney princessed on us. Yeah. <clears throat> but oh well it is what it is but Guardians 3 I think more than made up for 
most of Phase Five's falling flat on its face. Yeah. Like we started off strong with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Eternals wasn't a great. It wasn't what a comic book movie should be, but it was a good drama yeah, with some I mean, action in it. And you're introducing 15 new characters. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, they each need a moment to shine. Uh, Ant-Man fell on its face. Black Panther, even though... I, big, ugly Modoc face. Yeah. yeah. Even well, though I would continue to argue that Black Panther was not a bad movie. It still wasn't a... Oh, I don't think it was a bad movie. Just nothing happened. Right. It, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. wasn't a great movie. What are you saying, Frank? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I think Ant-Man's problem was they were too concerned with um, introducing Kang, a Kang, and yeah. you know, trapping them in the quantum realm. And it's like, that could have had potential, but it really didn't. Didn't pan out. It, it was more a showcase for Cassie. Yeah. And, you know, if Marvel moves any slower, the Young Avengers are all going to be in their 40s by the time they they do it. Uh, what other phase 5, 4 am I forgetting here? It wasn't all of uh, Loki... Phase four and all of Loki, WandaVision, yeah. She Hulk, She Hulk, uh, Captain Falcon. Yeah, those were all great. I think all the shows have hit home mm. runs. Yeah, they've been, the shows have been pretty good. Miss Marvel had some weak points, but it, they introduced a character that's not popular with the current MCU. Right. And I, I will uh, be the first one to say that the preview that I saw for the new Captain Marvel, I think that movie looks fantastic. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I liked it so far. Um, again, I think Kamala Khan is more like she's being forced down your throat um, in the comics and the movie, and you know, trying they're trying to make her the next big thing. I think they're not trying to make her the next big thing. I think they're trying to make her the new Spider Man. Well, no, because the new mm. Spider-Man is the new Spider-Man. <laughs> no, I think... Hear me out. In the first three phases, Spider-Man existed. He was a young hero who was doing ground-level street stuff. And he got mentored by Tony Stark, right? Mm -hmm. Who was an established, super-powered hero. Kamala Khan, ground-level hero. We actually got to see her origin. We didn't get to see Spider-Man's origin. No. But now she's getting thrown into her first movie with an established, super-powered person of immense strength. And she's basically picking up that mentor-mentee mentality with Carol Danvers. Well, it's more like hero-stalker. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> but do you see where I'm coming from, at least? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would think that's what's going to happen. I think we're Plus, she goes into these adventures with, you know, awe and amazement and, you know, screams when she sees an alien cat tentacle monster. Yeah, kind of like Spider-Man swinging around a airport docking thing saying, I'm you really a friend of yours, fan of yours, can I have your autograph when yeah. we're done here? <laughs> yeah. Always punching him in the face. You got a metal arm? That's so cool. <laughs> well, you know, it is like they're they're doing it from the young point of view, the starstruck 
yeah. young person who actually has powers of her own. Because it's not like they can do that with Peter anymore. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange, that was the other Phase 5 movie. Yeah. Where Wanda was the villain. See, again, the there is so much... <laughs> you know, we're concentrating on introducing the multiverse. The characters suffered in that movie as far as I'm concerned. The We, we had a discussion when Phase 4 or Phase 4 started. And we were talking about how they managed to pull off the timeline with Endgame. Mm-hmm. But it's entirely too complicated to do multiverse to the general population. Mm -hmm. People can't wrap their head around it. We're fucking nerds. We get it. Yeah. (laughs) We're the ones going, oh, if you're going to do the multiverse, you can do this, 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 this. Yeah, where the hell is Spider-Ham? Yeah. (laughs) Come on, man. If you got a talking pig. You're Disney. Get it in there. The general population is like, why does Gamora have Thanos' blade and why is Black Panther Star-Lord? Yeah. Because that's how it fucking works. Because <laughs> <laughs> something different happened. Frank looks like his head is about to explode. No, I was just trying to say, think of what I was saying here. I mean, again, the the What If series... It was basically a good multiverse primer, I think. It was. For mm-hmm. people. So, I mean, that's why it came out when it did, I guess. But, uh... People hated it. Yeah. Loki was also a good multiverse primer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because we see their variants and... Yeah. But a lot of people came out of Loki being like, they don't understand it. Well, they better understand it, because multiverse is basically the hot-button topic <laughs> yeah. of everything. I, I At this point, though, I'm hoping that they don't keep Kang around till 6, phase 6. I think they need to wrap up, though, of course, they're going to keep him around till 6. But I would hope that they'd wrap him up by the end of 5, because the multiverse just isn't working for them. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that Avengers the Kang Dynasty, which is Avengers... Four will probably be no Avengers five, yeah Avengers five um, is going to be told from his point of view like they did with Thanos and yeah um, I said Thanos Thanos sorry <laughs> um, like they did with him in Infinity War but you know their rumors are kind of like well he's not going to be the main villain. Is we're probably going to get a Kang who is sympathetic to the heroes out of this, and the real villain is the Council of Kangs, because they're talking about well, then each you know the Avengers can split up in different groups and each fight a different Kang and blah blah blah. And well, I mean, we uh, this is yeah, but you can also get um, Iron Lad out yeah. of it. We probably will, and then maybe that's when they're going to start the Young Avengers. But like I said, they're all going to be in their 40s by the time Marvel rolls around to that. We've talked about this multiple times. We've got the Young Avengers on deck right now. Mm -hmm. We've got the... And who says that isn't Avengers 5? Yeah. We've got the Dark Avengers to a point. Thunderbolts mm -hmm. is going to be Dark Avengers. Yeah. Um, We've got the Mystic Avengers... I don't remember what they were actually called in the comics. But, I mean, Shang-Chi, uh, Wu, 
strange. Well, I think part of the thing too Kamala is that Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the flattened out Avengers. Yeah. Um, they're linking things like Kamala's bracelets and the Ten Rings are Cree artifacts. Yeah. You know, so they're well supposedly Cree artifacts. I should. They're say. saying that Kamala's are potentially Cree, but they're linking Shang Chi's thing to Fing Fang Foom. Okay. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Could be oh. Cree, and yeah. we have the Defenders. Yeah, we do have the Defenders, which you could just as easily throw them in with Doctor Strange and call that a day. Yeah, well, Doctor many... Strange was one of the original Defenders. Right, that's what. I... Or are you talking about the the Marvel Television show? Defenders? Well, there is the Marvel Television show Defenders, but they are now officially back as yeah. part of the MCU. Yeah, so they're all relevant. So you yeah. could easily just pick them up and throw them in with yeah. Doctor Strange and call that a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're Do- getting Daredevil reborn. <clears throat> and... Yeah, but Doctor Strange is off planet, off dimension he went to the other dimension when his third eye opened up with that chip yeah, yeah him and Cleo. Cleo but I mean there's lots of hanging threads we do an episode on that um, right now and you know Marvel's trying to go back to only doing three movies a year and two series from what I understand which I would think they'd be able to do more than two series but yeah um I think it can be fun if they just said, you know what, screw the writers, strike, uh, we have comic books, we're just going to get directors who can pull straight from them. Nah. You need a writer on set, though. Yeah. You know, for things that show That's up. That's what chat GTP is for. <laughs> it's the whole issue of the strike, or one of the issues of the strike. It is. But, uh... Yeah, there's there's so much that they could be doing, and we're not even talking about, you know, they're introducing the Fantastic Four, and, you know, two or three years from now, three or four years from now, X-Men are going to be introduced. Yeah. And then once X-Men get introduced, are they just going to reset the whole universe at that point? They might do it after the, the Kang stuff, reset the whole universe. Could be. Yeah, because these could all be... This could be that webbed up, splintered out timeline you go. pulled into one. Yeah. Kind of like uh, the Secret Wars, the Doom Secret Wars, not the Beyonder one. Well, I mean, isn't Avengers 5, 6, isn't 7 the Secret Wars? Avengers 7? No, 6 is. Kang Dynasty and then Secret War. Is that how it's going? <clears throat> Something like that. I don't have it up on the computer right now, but we'll look Before into it. the dog it. gets to it. <laughs> but for um, now... Oh. Yeah, you know, because after all this, the timeline could be, you know, rejiggered and Fantastic Four end up being the first heroes of the MCU again. Yeah. Marvel's first family. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think it gives it an opportunity to pull uh, Miles in live action. 
So if you don't get Young Avengers, you can still get New Warriors with Miles and Kamala and uh, Viz or Viv. Nova. Yeah, Nova. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. I'm surprised they haven't done a Squirrel Girl show yet. Oh, uh, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Moon Girl Dinosaur. and Devil Dinosaur. They're MCU relevant. <laughs> they made a reference to them in was it Ant Man? Something, something Marvel made a reference to it and it canonized uh-huh. Moon Girl. Did we hear that in Guardians? It wasn't Guardians. I am almost sure that it was Ant-Man. That it was some background, like, television or newspaper thing. Like, some Easter egg that somebody picked up (laughs) and immediately posted on the internet saying, this thing made Moon Girl. But that's good. It's good that they bring in the animation stuff and make the animation canon. Mm -hmm. Because... I mean, Star Wars animation, God knows I'm a fan of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good? Young Jedi Adventures is going to be canon. Oh, God. I'm so excited. <laughs> For Nub. Nubs. Nub, Nub. Nubby. So, so my big thing, are we going to see Kane and Jared's Force Ghosts in Ahsoka? Well, I mean, all his favors are cashed in now, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's the Force Ghost going to see where to find Ahsoka, though? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. His I mean, Force Ghost will appear because, you know, it's Force and he'll be there, but it'll be like facing the wrong direction. Yeah, he'll be like talking <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a given, basically, because every other. Every other character from Rebels is been introduced right now. They're just gonna cut to a random kid on a random planet with a force ghost. <laughs> just ra- ride his bike right through him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Frank. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> But yeah, the voice actor just came out in an interview saying that, you know, he's... Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. He's done with Kane and Jairus, and it's like, you know... You're upset because they asked you to record, like, some random lines to put in, you know, Rise of the Skywalker sequence, and that's, like, you know, so much problem for you. What have you been in lately? You know? Scooby-Doo? Mm-hmm. But, I think that's literally the only movie he does anymore. But, you know, it's like, whatever, you know, you're not, you know, with all the voice actors now doing the, you know, obligatory, oh, we want him for, excuse me, want him for live action, I don't think he would make a good Kanan Jarrus, but, no, I don't, I don't think he would either. They would, you know. Get someone else to do it, and you know, you're not invited to the party. <laughs> and then go into Rise of the Skywalker and take out Freddie Prince Jr.'s line, and then redub it with redub the new it with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> but uh... just have uh, Kanan's fourth Force Ghost played by uh, Keanu Reeves from Matrix Three. 
Just with the burnout eyes and covered up. <laughs> Just that character. That's Kanan's Force Ghost. There you go. Is Neo. <clears throat> Not that this is related to the subject, but I don't know what reminded me of this, is I did see an ad that the new season of Futurama is coming soon. Yeah. So... Not that Kane and Jarrah's Force Ghost reminded me of that, but hey, whatever. <laughs> Could be close. <clears throat> yeah. But I think we've spoiled enough for you now, and we've had a therapy session about our sad rocket and saying Peter's name mm -hmm. things, and uh, pretty much amounted to the fact that we have one movie to look forward to right now in the MCU, and that's pretty much it for now. We got so. Across the Spider Verse June third, but it's not MCU. Not yet. yet. And that one's going to end in a cliffhanger. Yeah. And a third one's not guaranteed yet. Yeah, it is. It's already it is done. Now. It is? The Across the Spider-Verse? Uh -huh. Yeah, the third one's already done. Oh. Comes out next year. Okay, my bad then. I thought the article I read <laughs> said something about... Well, I'm almost positive the third one's already... Because the second one is basically a two-parter. Okay. It's going to end in a cliffhanger. I could be wrong. Maybe things have changed since I looked into it previously. But oh, what I wait. haven't heard anything more about was Madame Web. Craven is still happening. Happening because they did a trailer screening at one of the comic cons. Yeah, but there is uh, some Spider-Man news. Venom Three is happening. Ooh, Orwell. That's right. I read that. Orwell's going to be the villain. So we think mm. we're going to go back to the Life Agency. Yeah, that's the reported title. And we may, uh, may be getting Toxin then. We should be getting Toxin. I mean, he, I mean, he all but has a symbiote at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> See how much farther down another rabbit hole we can go. <laughs> uh, before that happens, join our Discord. Link is in the description below. I know there's people listening who are not on our Discord. I know that somehow we had 250 listens from Germany, <laughs> from mostly women, listening on iPhones. I can see this stuff. I know that we have hundreds of people listening to this podcast a week, yet we've had three people join the Discord in like the last couple months. So How it, did we manage to hit that demographic? I have women? no fucking idea. Something must be off. <laughs> <laughs> but they're listening to the entire episode. That's it doesn't so make any fucking sense. Well, okay. Sorry, they're not listening to the entire episode. They're listening to at least 25% of the episode because that's how it registers as a play. Huh. Oh. Wow. <clears throat> I just... What's going on in Germany? I, do I need to get my passport? I think I need to get a passport. <laughs> well, I've got one. <laughs> ich bin ein Berliner. Just go to Germany and be like, my name's Corey. I'm from Humanax Podcast. I'm in Germany <laughs> and I'm still Corey. <laughs> uh, but join our Discord. Seriously, join the fucking Discord. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, fucking stop it. <laughs> listen to us on Spotify and like us. I don't care if you continue listening to us on the uh, 
Apple afterwards. But you need to get on Spotify and follow us on Spotify because we need to get to 100 subscribers. Yep. And uh, you'll find links to all these things on our Facebook page. We're under Theseus Media. You'll find uh, links to our Spotify channel, links to our Discord, links to our YouTube channel, um, links to spoilers, maybe. Depends on when you read them, I guess. There you go. And join us next week for something. Did we decide what we're going to do next week? Negative. Okay. But we do need to do some pre recordings. Mr. So, negative. Mr. Negative, yes. <coughs> because I believe for the listeners at home, I believe is it it's June, right? For you? Yeah, June's yep. gonna get a little bit timey wimey. So I think most people enjoy our timey wimey. Because yeah. shit gets pretty irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> and how that irrelevant got in my pajamas, I'll never know. <laughs> Till then, have a great weekend. Have a and good talk. Jesus Christ! What? <laughs> <laughs> Did you practice that shit? No, I just remember a little of my high school German every once in a while. No. All I remember is shite and hoot and foosta hingle. <laughs> I don't remember that, but... Have a great weekend. Bye. That was in English. Yeah, and I still don't have a sign-off, which was also in English. <laughs>